Welcome to Not A Blog, where as you can hear, this is Not A Blog. We are your hosts. I'm Ken. And I'm Jason. And welcome to an exciting episode six, the show where Lucky versus Musk. Dum, dum, dum. That is his last name. I keep thinking his name's like, I, like he's got two last names or two first, first names. Two first names? Palmer uh, Lucky? Palmer Lucky? Lucky yeah. Palmer? I know. I had to look it up. I was like, is that really his name? Well, maybe he's just a lucky guy, his, though. His whole story, though, you can probably say that Palmer got lucky. Lucky. Yeah, he's... he's well, who is this interesting fellow? Well, you know, he does stuff. Or, I don't know what he does these days. He was recently uh, let go from a major tech corporation. I don't know if you've heard of it. Facebook? Never. Never. Yeah, it was, it was a little while back. But he, uh, Lucky Palmer, or Palmer Lucky? I'm already confused. No. Palmer Lucky. Palmer Lucky. <laughs> I might know about your guy. <laughs> no, Palmer Lucky. He, uh, he is the creator of the Oculus Rift. Oh, started his little pet project in his garage. How old is this guy? He's he's old, you know, way older than he's like a sage of his time. Oh, yeah. No, this guy, (laughs) he's he's a uh, he's a crusty old uh, by my watch. Twenty five. Oh, like like I'm sorry, I'm a nerd, but like elven years or something like that. No, he's just twenty five. Oh, I'm twenty (laughs) six. It's kind of hurts a little bit. No, yeah, he's uh, he's he's doing all right for himself, you know. He, by the age twenty-five, he's already um, created a revolutionary product, um, gotten a job at a Fortune five hundred company, and been fired from said job. That's kind of amazing. All like, in a quarter century. <laughs> You're right. I, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> that is uh, for a short because four four years, right? So from he was twenty-one, two thousand fourteen till. Uh, this year? Or? 21 was when he sold... Oh, that's when he to, sold? To Facebook. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so 2014 is when he, he sold to Facebook. He, he wasn't even... No, no, he actually... He's fa- barely a, an adult. He founded Oculus Rift when he... Uh, the Oculus um, VR when he was just 19. <sighs> the things I was doing at 19. What was I doing? I... Was a lifeguard. I worked at Burger King and I was driving a red Camaro. Nice. Yeah. That's good. I was Cherry Apple. Nice. I think I was driving a eighty one Ford F two fifty. That's a good Yeah. I like that. For, forest Green. Well Who are you? Who are you? Are you I'm I'm talking about Palmer Palmer Lucky here. What are you who are you talking about? Well today? the man I know his name by Elon Musk and he has a wide variety of interesting facts about him and things he's done, but uh, over his span of his life he's what has he done seriously oh what has he done let's start off with uh so he was born in 1971 so mm-hmm. he's i think he's 46 right now uh but first he started off a company in 1995 called zip2 with his brother did he it was, or was it his brother oh that's a good question mm. or what if they were combined oh no yeah it's a but they it's funny too like looking up the, that certain part they started with uh, $28,000 from his father's bank account. That's like literally, I've looked at four different places, and that's what it says. It started from his father's bank account. $28,000? $28,000 started oh. this company. And they sold that to Compaq. Uh, I'm, like I said, I haven't used this word in a Friends long time. Friends of the Pisario? Yes. Compaq Pisario? But they made $22 million off of that in 1999. So four years wow. later, they made $22 million from that. That's a good, that's a good uh, upsell. Yeah. And then... 
after that, of course, you know of this company after I say this one word, but uh, he started X.com, which eventually merged with, you know, it as PayPal. PayPal. Yes. I use PayPal all the time. Yes. And so did uh, Elon Musk for a while until he sold it to eBay. I guess some in 2002. Oh, another another good sale. Guess how much he, he did against his, Elon's advice. So he didn't want to sell it though. But guess how much he made off of it? I guess it's not that bad. Two billion. 180 million. Oh, sorry, I shoot moonshot right there. <laughs> That's how much he made himself. Oh, they okay. actually sold uh, to eBay for 1.5 billion dollars. Yeah, he made quite a bit of money from that. He's, he's, he's a big player in the industry. You know, he's got his name out there, but he just didn't hit that two billion mark on his, you know, sales. That's why he went to other companies. It, it's insane. Like, honestly, I can list quite a few companies that he's a part of. Um, I'm going to list the top ones, of course, SpaceX. And then we have Tesla Motors. And then Tesla Motors and Solar City. I, I feel like they're almost merged because they when uh, he makes products like the solar roof, it's Tesla company, but he bought solar city to make solar panels nice. in 2016. Is there going to be a solar powered Tesla at some point? Um, actually, so they were going to, do you want me to go on that? Cause I can't. Sure, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, actually, yeah. so when they were first making the Tesla, they were going to do that, but the amount of, uh, energy that it would have gotten wasn't worth doing right on the roof. Yeah. And it would have taken too much, added too much money and then it would need too much surface area to actually be worth anything now, you ever see those like competitions where they have like the solar power cars they like drive around the world and yeah like yeah they have like whole teams of people following a dude in a solar powered car and they're all in their like team vehicles being like chevy tahoes and like, yeah all these big gas guzzling vehicles falling around this one <laughs> car because they're like hey look what we did look how much around the world we saved so much energy so much energy look at that cloud back car. there but let's yeah all right everyone in the hummer let's go and then you also know he played like an advisory role with uh, donald trump in the early years of his president uh like when he first became president donald trump or of whatever of course trump selects all the best people yes but we a lot of things, of course, with that. Which we, 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 I don't want to go into that, but I just wanted to put that out there. He was, and then he left that board. It was about for energy and stuff like that. Was but, it uh, creative differences? You could say that. Irre- irreconcilable creative differences? So, yeah, it, it's crazy. But like like I said earlier, there's so many different companies. There's the, the Boring Company. There's Hyperloop he's part of. And there is a few more that he, uh, he actually... This is just a tip. He tried to buy the onion. Um, oh, the onion? Yeah, the onion nice. is. He, what would he have done with the onion? World domination. That's all he imagine. needed. Like, you know, that their news outlet is the best source of news in the world. Oh, so, that's the best. It's yeah, it's prime. true facts, you know, hard facts, period. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm a uh, big, big, long time fan of the onion. But, like, his, uh, his list of things, you know, and. Even though I feel like his accomplishments are part of each company too, of what they've done, you know, so far, uh, like SpaceX, for example, like they were the first um, private company to be able to reuse rockets, mm-hmm. you know, su- successfully. And, oh, of stuff. and a cool thing too is like when they were um, they were able to um, do that, um, they got a contract with NASA. How much that's cool yeah it was pretty cool like the um oh that's but, what it makes commercial resupply service contract with spacex for 1.6 billion to resupply the 
International Space Station from 2019 and nice. on. So it was pretty cool. That's kind so, of so. So you say he's he's pretty he's a pretty capable um, business person with his technologies and businesses. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he definitely is. I feel like he's very a direct person. You know, he's like, no, I want to do this. So we're just going to see if it if it works. That's that's a good trait to have. And but, you know, of course, we'll talk about it so later in the say, show. Say you had like a celebrity death match between Elon and Palmer. I mean, not necessarily like them beating each other up, but. Who would you say would be like the greatest person in tech? Ooh, that's kind of hard. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say one for your guy. He's still young, so his his future is has not been written yeah, yet. Maybe he hasn't started. He maybe he's going to make Space Y. Yeah, that's true. But then or Elon- Space Millennial after that. <laughs> space Millennial. But then Elon Musk, maybe they'll figure out some way to keep people alive forever, and then he's just going to keep doing what he's doing and. You know, or we might not see him again because he might be successful and making it to Mars. Are you, you're saying you saying Elon hasn't been to Mars? Actually, you're right. He Pretty sure been. Lucky Palmer's been to Mars. How has in, he been in, to Mars? In his headset. No. You know what? He, Elon wants to touch the the ground of Mars physically. Hey, there's controllers for that. <laughs> <laughs> the Oculus Rift. I was watching a, a TED talk too about that, like him wanting to, their goal to go to Mars and stuff, like within, like be able to send at least something to Mars in the next uh, ten year century or is it decade? What's ten, 10 year? years? Is a decade? Is a decade? I'm sorry, a decade. Decade. <laughs> decade. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, uh, but yeah, in the next like ten or so years, they want to be able to send something to. See, so do you have any uh, fun facts about Elon? I do. It's being that he's he's your dude he is my dude um it's funny because you learn a lot about people when you see who they follow on twitter oh yeah yeah and um so for example elon you know he has 50 people he follows you know it's that's, that's not bad you know there's some people that follow a lot of you know yeah follow up but that that's a good number you know so you don't get crowded on your twitter but twitter is an important thing that you can learn stuff from so like you'd get the the normal like he follows tesla mm-hmm. of course he follows spacex of course mm-hmm. and he follows different magazines like scientific uh american and history in pictures and yeah. of course nasa that's his contract Who doesn't so, follow yeah. NASA? but some interesting ones is he follows rick and morty oh yeah nice you know, you kind of get a perspective of how who he is kind of when he, some of the follower things he has. He also follows uh, South Park. Mm-hmm. He follows a gaming magazine. Which one? It is Core. It starts with a K. Karuka? Kur- oh, I have no idea. I, I, I can't say <laughs> Kotoka. K O T A K U. Kotaku? Kotaku. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> the, the the giant <laughs> gaming conglomerate. Yeah. CC how much I know. And, yeah. Man. I mean, you're going to have to check your nerd card, man. <laughs> yeah. I might have to turn that in. Yeah. Uh, what kind of video games is that? Because Palmer, Palmer Lucky, he, he's got some classics that he Oh, what does he his, like? Uh, his most favorite. Um, his favorite video games are, one for one, GoldenEye64. Really? That oh, is yeah. a good game. And Chrono Trigger. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. I really I th- that's one of my favorite old it's, classic games. It's amazing. Yes. Amazing. What about what about Elon? I bet he he has some really old school goodies that he likes. He probably does, but he we'll just start off he likes Overwatch, okay? I like Overwatch, he likes Overwatch, so we can be friends. Are you both Soldier seventy six fans? 
He is, but I am not. Tutorial no. masters. He just likes people staying off his lawn. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he, he's a very, um, from what I've seen, I've watched a, I watched a video right before this podcast and some other stuff I found. He likes story driven stuff, uh, video games. So like Fallout, um, Mass Effect and Bioshock stuff. That's like the in-depth storytelling. I feel like video games have kind of gotten, not away from it, but the, it's, it's a little like fogged, I guess. I don't right. know a good word for it, but like, so he, I'm sure he likes some of the older games that are very story driven, but that's generally what he likes the most. Nice. Besides Overwatch. So do you think you could guess what, um, Palmer Lucky's favorite movies are? Do you guess? Does he like... A guy who started modding his own hmm. video game equipment at 15. Does he like a golf movie? Creating... What? Palmer. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Any guess? Any guess? Come on. He does VR. Oh, my gosh. Um, mm, oh, Total Recall. No. No. That's a good guess, though. Yeah. Because yeah, you um, don't know. So, I mean, it's, there is a... You might not know this one. It came out a while ago. Um, but it was a little movie called um, The Matrix. Never heard of it. Never. I know Keanu Reeves, but I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. No. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, maybe there's a little bit of virtual reality in there. That's true. I bet he was upset when they were talking about remaking it. Are they? I don't know if it's going to happen, but they were, there were talks about are, remaking are you, it. Are you say that like they, a re, what would say? Uh, are you going to say what I was going to say? going to reload the yes. <laughs> <laughs> reload I was going to say it. <laughs> and uh, his second movie, which uh, you honestly might not uh, have ever seen is The Lawnmower Man. Is that like a horror Goosebumps like movie or something? No, it's, it's no, it's actually a uh, it's a movie. God, I remember seeing it. I was just a kid. Um, just a wee lad. About this guy who like he gets in this like total. I don't forget. He for some reason he's this rich person's house and he's developing like this whole like big VR rig that he can like climb up in. It's one of those big circular spinny like gravitron things. Is this like the zipper at like a? Not like the zipper, but it's like the it's just like the giant like the human gyroscope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like you get in one of those and you wear this headset and like the, the actors are just flopping around in this thing, but they have the headset on and they're like they're in this virtual domain, and he somehow the lawnmower man who's just like the the groundskeeper guy, mm-hmm. like this becomes like the test subject for this thing for the scientist developing it, and he ends up getting his like psyche sucked into the into the game into the the VR world. Oh. And he becomes like this evil guy, and he gets people trapped in there, and then they gotta try to escape. And old school VR movie. That is. Does he like Tron? I'm surprised that's not on there. Um, I didn't say. It, it just said uh, Matrix and um. I think he'd like there. Tron. I think he should give it a try. So how do you think? Um, I guess let's let's say one last thing. Um, how approachable do you think Elon Musk would be? Hmm. If you're yeah. gonna be like, hey, hey, Elon. Hey, look at me. You know what's funny? I don't know if you've ever have done inter- seen done interviews with him. Seen interviews with him? He he's not the best public speaker. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna not gonna sugarcoat it. It's like you kind of see it, like where he stumbles on words, where he takes a minute to pause to think about it. Or you mean he's he's human? Yeah, oh. it, he's not a politician. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't, it, it's I don't know. Like I don't know if he'd be shy or if he'd be cool about it. Like. Some of the interviews I've watched were like they were talking the one that um, he's talking to somebody about video games. He's into that topic, so he's like, "Oh yeah, did you?" He's like talking to the people in the background. He's like, "Hey, did you play this? Did hey, you, you played? What'd you think of it?" So, mm-hmm. I think if you 
come up to them and now like, oh my gosh, you're you're Elon Musk. You know, if you're like, hey man, I like your product or hey, I see you like Overwatch and you're like, oh yeah, I do. I think you'd be a, you can approach him. Yeah. There's like general tech leaders have a generally kind of have an air of like standoffishness, maybe because they have oodles of money and they don't know who's coming at them. Um, But uh, Palmer Lucky is definitely one of the people who's known for having kind of, I mean, I don't want to say nonchalant, but just being like total, like warm, personable, kind of nerdy guy who's just really like, like his, his favorite word is like, oh, that's super cool. You know, he, his his formal like attire word. is like jeans and a striped T-shirt with sandals. Like he'll just show up to anything in that. He just he's very laid back. I mean, he is twenty five. You know, yeah. he's he's got a hundred million dollars at this point. I think it's seven hundred million dollars at this point. I probably wouldn't work if I had seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, so I mean, hey, he can do or donate to it. Cause he's seems like an all around good guy. That's pretty cool. Because you know, honestly, like people that make money, I, I'm just saying from what I've seen before is. Uh, people that make money at a young age like that, they team, they team, they seem to be like, I don't know, kind of rude, I guess. Like, ugh. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they say money, you know, warps people or whatnot. But yeah, kind of being a homeschool kid, and he, he's kind of just, he's, he was able to kind of reach, reach out and explore what he wants. You know, my wife's homeschooled, and she's one of the nicest people I know. She seems like an awesome person, from what I've seen. Yeah. So I mean, homeschool people are cool, and they're homeschool they'll, they'll your, be your friends. <laughs> All right. Well, what are we doing next? Well, we gotta we gotta visit our sponsors. That's true. Because that was a special tease. sponsor this week. Yes. Now let's go to our sponsors. Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to combine the Oculus Rift and the Hyperloop? Introducing the... The Oculoop. Oculoop. What would it be like being on the Hyperloop and going up to space? Have you ever imagined what it would be like to be on the nose cone of a Falcon 9 rocket? Well, you can experience it on the Oculoop. Oculoop. Using the gravimetric forces brought onto you th- while flying through a giant vacuum tube, you too can experience such high-speed things as... As the Mars landing. The Mars landing. <laughs> Hopefully that heat shield holds. It doesn't matter because you can hit replay on the Oculoop. Are you sick of waiting for your Tesla 3 to come off the assembly line? See what it's like to drive one while oh, riding... The Oculoop. The Oculoop. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what it looks like up above San Diego going to San Francisco? Well, you can experience this with the Oculoop. The Oculoop. Have you ever wondered what it's like not owning a flamethrower? Well, just look in the mirror because you don't have one. You probably don't have a flamethrower. But if you wanted to know what it was like to own not a flamethrower, ride the Oculoop. Oculoop. All realities are possible with the Oculoop. Oculoop. Have you ever wished you could put on a VR headset and see within that headset a bunch of people wearing VR headsets? Try the Oculoop. <laughs> Brought to you by Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, because Palmer Lucky's no longer part of Facebook or Oculus Rift. Or the Palmer, Oculoop. Or Palmer T. Or Palmer T. What? The Palmer T. What is that? It's Palmer. Palmer T. The golf? Golf T? I'm sorry, I don't play. I don't play <laughs> golf either, but there's Palmer T. It's T. Okay. It's named for Palmer. 
man, I really want to drive the Hyperloop. <laughs> The Oculoop. I want to drive it. That's what I want to do. Oh, okay. Want you want to dr- experience it. I want to be the saying. guy at the front, like going a gazillion miles an hour, watching this tube fly at me. It'd be like, like uh, if you were going to hyperspace. Is that what it's called? Yeah, hyperspace. It'd be yeah. like that. Like the stars going by, you know? Because like, oh, it's just light going by. They but, add you know. little pinpoint lights on the tubes yeah. just for the drivers. That'd be because everyone else will be wearing an Oculus Rift. Yes. That tube. Yeah. That'd be weird to look over at someone's car and they're just wearing that. <laughs> Bunch of you just look over like, oh, that's creepy. Don't look at that person like, again. Tr- like randomly reaching at each other, like they can't see. Yeah. But they just look over at you. God, that would be weird. Well, thank you for listening to the Oculoop, a made-up word that we. Uh... There's nothing made up about it. it's real. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. But hey, what is the real point of this? We wanted to thank everyone for listening to our show. We really enjoy having you guys with us each week and uh spouting our nonsense at y'all and we hope you're all having a good time yeah we really enjoy having everyone with us each week and it's great to hear from you guys we uh we're coming into finals week here so it's things have been cramming down and yes where you may notice that we have a more targeted show this week but uh it's uh it's all for good soon 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 we will be we'll be free we'll be free like free at last yeah we'll actually be able to like talk about stuff that we want to talk about rather than you know, as we keep saying, weave all this stuff in here. But it should be interesting. It's like Google Maps where it says, hey, you have to follow this path. But then after class is over, it's like, hey, we're going to do a detour. Just want a detour. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah, no. No, we, we have a lot of stuff planned. We're going to have a, you know, a couple. We have a you know, couple streamers and a YouTube guy we have planned to come yeah. on and talk about you know, their whole journey of trying to figure this whole weird internet thing out. But uh Hey, a shout out to, um, she does it every week, but the person on your Facebook that shares our episodes every week. Oh, another, another shout out for the uh, Donut Dame? Yeah. yeah. We, we should do it every week. If she does it, you know, <laughs> that that's dedication. We have to have the dedication to, we're to just shout do- her out. We're just doing it for the donuts. Yes. The vegan donuts, right? The vegan donuts. Yeah. And they give a damn it. They're really good. I've not tried a vegan donut, but I'm sure it tastes delicious. It does. It does. But yeah, no, uh, yeah. Thanks for everyone who's uh, who's been listening and follow us along. It's uh, it's it's it takes a community to make the show. It does. And if you guys have any questions or concerns, or if you want us to do a topic of any sort, send us an email at this. Oh man, I almost forgot our our Gmail account. <laughs> Not a blog was taken at gmail dot com. Uh, but yeah, send us anything that you have questions about who we are, a topic you want us to talk about, or that hey, you guys aren't doing very well we want you to do something else yeah we we even enjoy you know the the occasional you know crazy, crazy gif you know yeah. or jiff whatever you know we, we get those all the time they're they're fun jiffy lube or jiff 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 gif mothers choose jiff that's true mothers are always right remember that stay in school <laughs> stay in school yeah and also yeah our, our mother's day episode quickly exploded to be our most popular episode so we're actually thinking about handing the show over to our moms yeah because we're not that cool <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll give us some topics to talk it, about and then in just two weeks it overtook you know just about every other show and downloads that we have so it's been it's been popular we're just gonna have to do that every year and yeah, just, just have it we must be popular with yeah, the mom crowd we're just gonna do like every year we're gonna make a comeback and be like hey it's mother's day again and we need to talk about our moms and the moms need to talk about us <laughs> now but it's good thanks for all the the support with the mother's day show and uh the show's continuing it's really uh it's really great to see and watch the show like kind of grow and as it um 
as we continue on. Yeah. So, hey, should we get back to the show? Yeah. And also, if you wanted to reach out with us again, there's a reach us at Twitter at not a blog podcast or Facebook at facebook.com slash not a blog podcast. I don't have that memorized. Now we got all that out of the way and we can go back to the show. Yeah. Now let's get back to the show. And welcome back. And we just wanted to thank Oculoop for that fantastic commercial break. We already did all that. I know. I just wanted to talk about it again. again. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I said it right. (laughs) It's because I always said Hyperloop again. (laughs) But yeah, welcome back. And so the whole purpose of us talking about these two fantastic people is that they are both uh, transformational leaders. We've been talking about transformational leaders in the class a lot lately. So let's start off with a definition of what transformational leadership is. Tell us what is transformational leadership. So, okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna list these things off, I want you for each one that you read, I want you to say yes or no whether you've had a boss that followed these principles. I like your style. So uh, I so there's of course there's four different um, uh, key major features of transformational leadership is idolized influences, inspirational motivation, individualized consideration, and intellectual stimulation. And like a little definition of that pretty much is a style of leadership where a leader works with subordinates to identify needed change, um, creating a vision to guide the change through inspiration and executing the change in tandem with committed members of a group. So that's kind of just a brief So have you ever had a uh, leader in your workplace or whatnot come to you and be like, hey, we we should probably change things here for the better. Do you have any good ideas? Actually, I have. You have? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. um, (laughs) That's funny because I know you know where I work. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Actually, my my last supervisor was like that is he, we need, of course, where I work, you know, a lot of times they're stuck in old ways. Um, Cause it's been like that for a hundred years oh, type course. thing and it, things needed to change and it's starting to, it's, it's getting better. And he, he goes, he came to us, he's come to other gr- entities to help ask like, Hey, we need to change something. Do you have any ideas? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a, when I was in the Navy, I had a captain um, of my command who we did a very specialized job. And, you know, it was always the enlisted guys, like, on the deck plates doing the job. And we were the ones that kind of made everything kick off. And when it came down to it, the captain actually called us into the room. Like, all the people who had my particular position um, called us in there. And he didn't want to talk to our chiefs or, you know, LPRs. He talked, wanted to talk directly to us and be like, how are things going out there? What are you, you know, what you're doing? You know, what, how could we do things better? Do you have any suggestions? You know, this and that. And it was it was cool having a, you know, a captain in yeah. the Navy in 06. Mm-hmm. You know, be like, come down and be like, I want to talk to this, you know, E5 guy. Did it take know, you and, off guard, though? Get his, like, well, he was a really cool guy, as, uh, like, to begin with. Like, oh, like okay. I would, I had just gotten to the command, like, within, a, like, a week. And he, he ran into me, and he'd be like, 
came up, hey, how's it going? Called me by my name, asked me about my family, like even my sister, like how is everything going? He like knew all about me already. I was like, it was a little weird, <laughs> but he had already like committed me to memory. And that's, I think that's one of the signs of a good leader and especially being willing to reach out and open up and be like, hey, you know, like, what's what's going on? What can we fix? How can we do this? Things going well? That is one thing too, is name, remembering people's names is like something that's, I feel it's hard to remember people. Oh, I'm terrible at remembering. Yeah, like, I try so hard to remember. Like if you just came up to you right now, hi, my name's Ken. And I'd be like, yeah, I already forgot that. Uh, who? Yeah. <laughs> what's your name? I'll I talk be- to you, but I have no yeah. idea who you are. Yeah. I remember that face. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's really cool to hear that from, cause you don't see that very much. Um, and that especially around government. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely, definitely interesting how sometimes it can get, people can get stuck in old ways and that's kind of a, uh, Achilles heel sometimes. Right. Yeah. When that guy left, I think it was, his last name was West, Captain West. He was really good. But when he left, like the next guy came in, it was just totally completely hands off, wanted nothing to do with anyone else. It was meh. But anyways, enough about our, oh, yeah, yeah, like, our life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but these two people is what we yeah. came here to talk yeah, about. We're talking about, uh, yeah, Palmer so, Lucky and, and some other guy. Yeah, I think his name's Elon Musk. But so I'm just going to start off right with, I have two things real quick. Um, I want to start off with Elon's mission statement. Like it's, this is what he wants to do. Like his goal in life, I guess. Um, one is to uh, reduce global warming through sustainable energy production and consumption and reducing the risk of human extinction by establishing a human colony on Mars. So that's kind of a lot. That's yeah. That's a mission statement. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, also a mouthful. Yeah, it is. It's a it, mouthful of mission statement. Yeah, he wants to bring down global warming, non-fossil fuels. Does he know where the thermostat is? I don't think he does. Like, I've been asking that question, but he just does not See, answer like, me. There's like Mother Earth is like, oh, let's just do, let the kids do what they want. And Father, whomever is like, don't father, touch that. Father time. Yeah, Father time. <laughs> don't touch the thermostat. Yeah, I'm cold. <laughs> Put on a sweater. <laughs> but like... <laughs> <laughs> I could see that too. Just yes. like two people, like oh, they're like it's cold in here. <laughs> but yeah, it's it is a mouthful. But like those are huge things to take part in, and it's it's funny because people follow him because of that. Um, for example, the uh, he drives his people to do better and make uh, things impossible possible. Like right. like the boring company we're talking about. I. I I read about that when it first came up, he was stuck in traffic and he's like, it would be really cool kind of thing. It's like if we had a, uh, a cylinder tube underneath the city where we can, you know, it's like up to 200 miles an hour. Right. I remember, I remember the whole hyperloop thing. He's like, I have this great idea. I will release it. But he's like, I need someone else to do it. And yeah. Nobody was able to rise up and do it. Or like, I don't know, had the base, you know, the money to actually do it. So eventually he, he kind of fell back and he's like, well, I guess I have to do this. Which, yeah, and I mean. and then he's like, well, I'm just going to do it. So, like, one thing, like, uh, his uh, CEO was on TED Talks, and she, they asked him, well, her, I'm sorry, um, how do you like working for Elon? And she's like, well, I had to realize that Elon puts out those, those impossible things, and my job is to make it not so bad for the people below me. So he puts me on this slope, and I have to put my – the people below me on a gradual downslope to feel like not so pressured. Right. So it kind of reminds me of uh, Steve Jobs 
where uh, he's inspirational. He's Elon's an inspirational leader. He he puts pressure on his people to do perfect things right. to like want them to do better, and right. that's why they like him. Well, it seems like it just I mean, has anything of his ever really failed? Uh, well, what's failure? So well, I mean, like SpaceX, you know, they've had rockets that failed, but that's right, part but of the... Right, but generally they're, they're pioneering no, space yeah, they're, No, yeah, they're know? a private industry trying right. to get into space where nothing, nobody's done that. Right. And, oh man, I, I forgot one topic. I mean, but co- like co- total company, like, it's, it just seems like from my perspective is that Elon, he basically anything he kind of sets his mind to, he's like, hey, let's do this. Even if it's a weird, crazy thought. He has the ability to find the people and the smarts to kind of kick those things off. Yeah, it's the people want to be like him, idolizing influence. You know, people want to be part of him. Like, honestly, I'd love to be, have a job in SpaceX, something where I'm like, I know my what I'm doing is something that could be, you know, and no one's ever done before in a company. I would love to be like, hey, I'm just a janitor, but I work for SpaceX. SpaceX. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm cleaning the <laughs> floors. I got a bachelor's degree, but I'm still cleaning the floors. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, you got to live in LA, though. Yeah, I don't want to live right. there. But if they have the Hyperloop, yeah. maybe they'll have it going up to Washington. Just travel that every day. There you go. It's like a three-hour trip to Washington to LA. They're actually talking about an... Uh, SpaceX making rockets go over to like like you can travel across like the continent mm-hmm. or whatever and then land yeah yeah that's pretty cool I'm not gonna go into that because we have other things to talk about but <laughs> I just I could talk about Elon Musk a lot so I no, just he's thought. definitely definitely good yeah yeah I, I was as I was reading in about uh, Palmer Lucky he is really young so it's not like he he's had like a ton of you know years of being able to build companies and whatnot and I mean he started his most he started another VR company recently you know since he left Facebook um, but really i mean from a young age he was such he was always really following his passions and his just pure motivation and like total devotion to whatever he does i think is really what got a lot of people on board um even initially when he first brought out the oculus Mm -hmm. you know he's like he's like hey you know here's this cool thing i want you to see it and he he actually was he described the rift in such a compelling way to his first initial investors that that they wanted to meet with him and talk about and like go in on it without even like seeing it oh like sight unseen type of thing right like, they're like this is a really cool thing it does this and all this and like yeah sure let's let's do this we're gonna do this and it was like a couple days later when they actually met up to like see the initial prototype which is like a taped up box with wires going it's like everywhere. the google box or whatever pretty right. much but <laughs> as soon as they put it on they just blew their mind and he i mean he just he is definitely a younger guy and he has that kind of younger carefree attitude you know they say that he's 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 all warmth and geek charm, you know. He's he's like, he's definitely a chatty pitchman because he has that, he has that kind of zeal for what he's doing. He knows how to talk to people when it comes to the subject. Is what right? Kinda, yeah. yeah. Well, he knows how to talk to him, but at the same thing, he really he really believes in it. He really believes in his vision, and in that, I think he he can really influence people and you know provide motivation to kind of get people on board, you know, just how much he knows about it. And I actually had the. Uh, it was at PAX a couple of years ago. I actually had the, or PAX Dev, I had the uh, chance to stop and like talk to him for just a second, you know, like it wasn't, we didn't have any long drawn. I was like, hey, cool. I, you know, I really like your rig. And he was really a really, you know, nice, amicable guy. And, you like know, you said, I, very approachable. Oh yeah, very much so. Yeah. And like, like I said, he always wears his sandals and jeans, you know, just kind of, he's just there to have fun and make cool things. That'd be kind of cool to see him. You know, I wonder if at PAX Dev, he would be there again. 
I don't know. He might come around. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, he's got free time now. <laughs> yeah. He got money and free time. <laughs> so, yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, and also, I mean, just, he was a smart kid, and he's, like, building things in his garage. Like, he started when he was, you know, 16, making his first virtual reality headsets, you know, just out of parts that he found. And he bought um, rigs online and, you know, broke them down, figured out how they worked, and kind of pieced together his own perfect gaming rig. And I think... Really? having that expertise and whatnot you know he's really great and really passionate about what he's doing but he's also really smart he's a really small smart engineer when it comes to that kind of stuff so you know normally i mean you can think of some engineers i know they just like they like to sit in their cubicles and they do their work and whatnot but they don't really talk get to out people. there super yeah but you know he is like totally an evangelist for vr and he'll get out there and chat your ear off and you know talk it all up and he can speak super intelligently about it as well that's kind of one of the things we talked about today about like soft skills and stuff like that communication is one of those being able to like you can be the best he could like if he wasn't able to communicate like that then that thing would have never like gotten bigger like it did right yeah i mean who's gonna get this kid off the street and be like hey yeah let me go yeah i'll come over and see your box with wires and you know we'll uh we'll take we'll put money into it sure yeah, that's that's awesome, you know, like to see that. And it's how well part of that time where we get to see it um, grow, like from what it was in the beginning, like the Oculus coming out, like, oh, what the heck is this? And actually seeing it and what it can become. Yeah, even without, you know, the when he sold Facebook, when he sold Oculus to Facebook for, you know, two billion dollars. How much was it again? Two billion. Two billion. He sold Oculus to Facebook for two billion dollars. Two with a B. Um, he practically had no revenue at the time. There mm-hmm. were like there was developers who can buy kits to go and program for it, but there wasn't even a commercial product out at the time. But Facebook still saw, you know, they understood his the potential, his zeal, and the potential, you know, what you could do with it with an actual great rig that he built up. And uh, I mean, it's it's really it's it's got to be, you know, Palmer Lucky at the front there, you know, kind of cheering on the whole time because that's that just that's not something that just happens any day. Oh you no, be really excited about the Sham Wow, but nobody's buying that for two billion dollars. I don't know the way they talk about it. <laughs> I might. They're very excited, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, you know, it's speaking, and you know, it's it's they're not too. Like, they're getting cheaper too. You know, on like because you can use your phone now, and you have the Oculus uh, software um, on your phone, and you can use the little the goggles and stuff like yeah, that. Like the Samsung Gear, like Google yeah. Cardboard, or Google Daydream. Yeah, so I'm curious too. What because he's still like we were talking about earlier. He's still young. He's 25. Like. Is he gonna like do something else similar to that, or is he gonna branch off and do something different? Because that's that's honestly a really cool thing. Well, he's he's like I said earlier, he just started another VR company. Or he's oh, with he another did. VR yeah. company, so he's working. You know, and we, I mean, only time can tell. He's definitely a yeah, big did, proponent for. He the did industry. that as nineteen. So, like, what what can he do with like you know with already this general knowledge? The next sixty years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can, I mean, if you've seen Ready Player One, I mean, he could be the that, you know, yeah, the eccentric guy who makes something like that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It's definitely great to have like leaders out there that have this drive. You know, with both Elon and um, Palmer Lucky, they just they you need people who have the the can-do attitude yeah you can just go and figure things out and push out there and you know, kind of really progress their industries you know whether it's multi-industries like elon who's shooting for the moon or Paul lucky who's trying to bring us to also trying to bring us to new worlds yeah virtual worlds but they really both those leaders you know they they they're great for the industry and great for 
you know, the, the technology as a whole. And they both like care about like what they do. Like the Oculus, he, uh, Palmer Lucky cares about that. He wants it to succeed, you know, like virtual, um, yeah, virtual reality as a whole. He wants, that's, that's just something he's always wanted since he was a kid, like having that ultimate gaming experience and he can push for it. He's got the, the ability and the smarts. And I mean, Elon, he's set himself on, you know, reaching the stars and he's, he's doing it. Yeah, he, he genuinely cares about the human race as a whole. Like another example is like SpaceX. They they want to do, um, you know, about like how internet it's not um, always cheap and stuff like that. So he, they want to um, shoot like many satellites. So there's a global um, global internet or whatever. I'm using like lame uh, bad terms, but global net global internet. But th- they want to. It's expensive to shoot rockets up, of course, but they want to make it so they can shoot these little satellites up there so everybody in like remote areas kind of like that are having trouble getting internet so they have internet and it's cheap right yep. so, and so reusable the, rockets yeah. is a great way to keep that cost of shooting these things up there exactly yeah. and that they just generally they're generally carry that's why people follow them is that they want to see these items that they or all these items succeed whether it be flying to the moon or virtual um reality yeah hey sign me up yeah, I'll like strap, a, on a, strap on a rift and mop, head to Mars. Floors. Hey, what, what are you going to do for that six-month trip out to Mars? Use a rift. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, if you want to catch up with us, you can reach out to us through social media on Twitter at Not A Blog Podcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Not A Blog Podcast. Um, or you can email us at notablogwastaken at gmail.com. And if you guys want to next week, probably we might talk about uh, some stuff that our classmates are doing or even Google AI. And if you want to find out more information about that, you can or listen to us. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio or at shows.pippa.io forward slash not tack a tack blog. I like tack. That's right. Yeah. Tell your friends where they can find us. And uh, yeah, we, we could all enjoy the uh, the conversation together. And make sure you tell our, don't forget to subscribe to and rate us on your favorite podcast platforms. It really goes a long way. Honestly, it really does. Yeah, we, we don't like, we don't pay anything to advertise this. So it's really just been all you guys out there. Yeah, people sharing there. it. We really appreciate it. Yeah, so thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Ken. And I'm Jason. And as you've heard, this was not a blog. See you next week. Are you afraid of tunnels or tubes? Do you not like closed-in spaces? Well, put a big... Now I'm going Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Listen here, brother. <laughs> Listen here, brother. You gotta ride the Hyperloop because it'll... It'll change your mind. Right. <laughs> Listen here, brother. <laughs> Listen here, brother. If you want to be a Hulkamaniac, you gotta eat your fruits and vegetables as well as ride the Hyperloop. And then try... The Oculoop. The Oculoop. Yeah, Hyperloop Oculoop. (laughs) (laughs) How long have I been saying Hyperloop? (laughs) I don't even know. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Or a Hyperloop. Or an (laughs) Oculoop.
<laughs> I was like, I don't know how many times you said to hype for a little bit. <laughs> I'm just like, I have to. I'm gonna <laughs> I think we have enough. 